Welcome in to the American Lane Podcast. It's Thursday, so we want to talk about an industry 4.0 topic. And today we want to talk about digital twins and how using the information gathered from digital twins can help you develop new product offerings. Now, as I mentioned in the original Industry 4.0 blog, there are nine key enablers that support Industry 4.0, and those include cybersecurity and blockchain, cloud computing, IIoT, which is the Industrial Internet of Things, big data, system integration, autonomous robots, or cobots as they're called, additive manufacturing, which we know as 3D printing, augmented reality, and simulation and digital twins. So we'll learn more about those as we get back from the intro. Welcome to the American Lean Podcast, where we cover five topics in five days in about five minutes. The only place in the world where you can get daily lean coaching. Your host is Tom Reed, and he shares his 30 years of experience and covers leadership, culture, entrepreneurship, lean methodologies, industry 4.0, and interviews special guests on their lean journey. We're glad you're here, so let's go. Welcome to the American Lean Podcast. It's episode 61, and like I mentioned, we want to talk about digital twins. Now, we've all heard we can't be in two places at once. But what if you could be in two places at once? What would you have your digital twins do? So today, I want to provide some basic information on what a digital twin is. It's the digital replication of any physical object or system across its entire life cycle. The virtual model can be anything. It can be an entire system. It can be a bridge, a tunnel, a wind turbine, or an elevator, for example. Sensors on the physical thing that's being used in the real world provide information to the digital model so anyone looking at the digital model can understand how the physical asset is performing. Now, there's some interesting outcomes that come about by understanding how a physical asset performs in the real world. Engineers obviously can better understand how the asset performs. By analyzing data and turning that data into useful information, engineers can also predict when a maintenance issue might occur and they can provide preventive steps to minimize downtime. Being connected to a physical asset from a distance allows for troubleshooting and even maintenance from far away. That's especially useful in an industry such as wind turbine farms, where reaching turbines may not be an easy task. Another huge benefit is that you learn how physical assets are being used by the customer, which then provides tremendous insight into future revisions, service offerings, and product quality. The collection of that information allows for much shorter new product development cycles and ideation. And here are four other benefits as well. Number one, you can add increased value to your product offerings. So since you are collecting large amounts of data, what value-added services can you provide to your customers that will make their lives easier or better? Can you provide better, more accurate servicing of the physical assets? Could you suggest when they need to conduct preventive maintenance so they can plan it for optimum times? Number two, MRO improvements. MRO means maintenance, repair, and operation items. And companies with asset-heavy strategies tend to keep a lot of spares on hand to ensure their assets continue running. Often, though, they purchase too many repair and replacement items, which increases their MRO spend, or they do the exact opposite. They carry no spare items and hope that they can buy replacement parts quickly when something breaks. If you can provide a data-driven spare item list, that's a great benefit to your customers. Benefit number three, shortened new product development cycles. It's great to collect data, but you have to turn that data into information. And turning data into information will allow your engineers and designers to quickly develop new products that can address product shortcomings or issues. Using that asset information instead of focus groups provides much better insights into the needs of the customers and how they're using the product in the real world. And benefit number four, it drives organizational change. 
Using all of the information as a backdrop, your organization will have to become more flexible and agile to succeed in a digital environment. It won't be new product development, then operations. It will have to become new product development and operations, developing things at the same time. This will force the business to focus on removing silos that exist. Your organization will have no choice but to become more agile in the data collection, data interpretation, new product development, and manufacturing cycle to stay ahead of others fully engaged in a digital transformation. These are four benefits that you can gain by deploying digital twins. So number one, adding increased value to your product offerings. Number two, MRO improvements for your customers. Number three, shortened new product development cycles. Number four, this will force you to drive organizational change. So hope you enjoyed learning about digital twins today, but I want you to take this information to make yourself and your company a little bit better today. This podcast is for you, so if there are topics you'd like me to cover, or if you'd like to share your company's lean journey, please contact me at tom at americanlean.com. Full show notes can be found at americanlean.com slash blog. What would you have your digital twins do? Until tomorrow, have a great one. Thank you for joining us today. As always, we're honored to serve you, and we hope that you and your company are getting a little bit better every day. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and share it with others in the lean and business community. If you'd like to turbocharge your lean efforts, please visit us at AmericanLean.com. 